yes, yes, we are back doing something different. Shalom. Welcome to Exercising Your Faith podcast. I am your co-host, Anita Armstrong, and we are coming to you on a third time this week, something special, something, uh, we'll call it a bonus. Uh, God has given this message to our host, Mr. Lois Terrell, and we're going to share that with you here in just a few moments. I just want to take a moment and tell you that I am grateful and thankful for you being here. I'm excited about what God is doing here at the podcast, as well as in each and every one of your lives. You can give us an email. Let us know how you're doing. Let us know what you are in need of as far as in prayer. Tell us about where you live and what's going on in your area and how God is moving. I know right now there's a lot of talk about election and leadership and government shifting as far as the world. So let's join together in prayer and make sure that we're praying for our leaders. We definitely need to make sure we lift up our leaders in prayer. I'm talking about in your home, your community, your city, your state, your country, your nation, wherever you are. We definitely need to pray for our leaders and we're praying that they seek God in the decisions that they're making and how they are going to rule. Amen. And so that is something that God is pressing upon a lot of his leaders at this time is government, government, government. With all of that being said, let us get ready to hear our message today from our host, Miss DeLois Terrell. Hello, family. Thank you all for tuning in to hear the word that's coming forth today. Um, Alex and I have been experiencing a lot of dreams, and God has began to speak to me through dreams. Because, you know, I've gone through a lot of different um, levels of delivering the messages through poems, through compound words, through being prompted to do a message and now through dreams but today the title is going to be called look again and to proceed with the dream i had a dream that i was getting ready to mail a letter and i heard the mail truck in the neighborhood so i was going to take it to the mailbox so i opened the door and a big truck was blocking my mailbox. So, you know, if you have a carrier getting ready to bring a letter, if the mailbox is blocked, they can't access it, nor are they going to get... You may find some that's that kind, but that's not their job to get out and, you know, go in front of something or behind something that's blocking your mailbox that they don't have access to. So, anyway, um, so... I just went out and crossed over in my neighbor's yard to make sure I caught the mail person to give them the letter and to get my mail that was incoming. But in the process of me doing that, I got ready to hand her the letter and I noticed that the stamp corner wouldn't stay down so it wouldn't seal. Nor the envelope. I had a self-adhesive envelope so the two corners were up. So that kind of made me uneasy. So I said, well, you know, I'll just hold on to it as I mail it later because I want to make sure that it gets to the destination that's on the address for it to go to. So anyway, I came back in the house and I'm thinking to myself, God, what are you trying to tell me? Holy Spirit, speak to me. So 
when I thought about it and listened to what I was receiving, God's telling me that there are some important deals that's getting ready to be made. And you're going to have to make sure that the deal is sealed. Whether it's a person or whether it's a thing, make sure that there's nothing blocking it or trying to jeopardize it, whatever you're trying to close on the seal, because opportunities are coming. So you need to finish it up, check over it before you sign off, as it's not ready until you make sure you've checked it thoroughly. Look again. Make sure you dot your I's and cross all your T's. Cross everything. Make sure you check it twice. Don't get in a hurry due to excitement. You know, these deals could be so big for you all. Whoever this is for now, because it's not for everybody. But whoever this is for, you could be having deals worth the hundreds of thousands and millions. You just never know. It's kingdom. So, like I say, I told you all before, you have to take the limits off of God. Because God don't have limits. So, it may be closing on a house, a book deal, a new job a marriage license you could be possibly getting a divorce and it could be you know could be several documents or could be several assets or you just want to make sure everything's being distributed equally it could be several things i don't know what it is you'll have to fill that part in but it's being blocked by something big when i looked out my window it was leaving but another truck had bagged down the side of my house i'm thinking now i don't know if it's a good Thing, it was a bad thing because you think about a truck bagging down the side of your house. I shouldn't have anything that big that'd be put in the backyard. And I don't I don't have room for any more furniture in this home. So it could be a getting ready to pack a truck up, getting ready to move. It could be a moving truck, but it was like long. It was big. And it could be like a freight company's gonna move some things like I say if load up whatever you are getting ready to do but like I say you all have to deal that in I don't know who it's for in the house across the street I was noticing that they were getting a cement driveway poured and I said now you need to make sure this deal is concrete or sealed as it's going to be in place a long time and it isn't going to be easy to get out of after it's sealed now you think about concrete or cement and I'm just thinking it's it's cemented but when I thought about sealed in the Bible Matthew 27 65 through 66 came up and it's saying take a guard pilot answered go make the tomb as secure as you know how. So they went and made the tomb secure by putting a seal on the stone and posting the guard. Now, when you're thinking about posting a guard, so you're trying to make sure that that person is secure, right? So, think with me. When you block something, that's putting an obstacle in front of it. Something 
proposed or attempted. You're trying to keep it out of there. You prevent access to it or use of it. Like my mailbox was blocked. I couldn't get my mail. So I had to go next door to meet the carrier. And I want to ask the question, who's blocking something or who's carrying something of yours and you need to run it down? Who has it? Because you don't want, like with cement, when you put down cement, when you cement something, it's settled or established firmly. You know, it could be a relationship. It could be an agreement that you can make stronger. So then I'm thinking about if it was if it's sealed, that means to fasten or close securely. A Bible guarantee security or indicate ownership. That's in the biblical perspective of it on Bible. It guarantees security or indicate ownership. And in ancient times, when they sealed something, it was often made of wax embedded with the personalized imprint of their character. The Romans authorities used such a seal to secure Jesus' tomb. So now you think about a seal, and you think about Jesus. So what we got to realize is, it's some things on the table, and we need to take a second look. Because sometimes we get so excited about what's coming forth, we need to make sure who's bringing it forth. Is that something that the Lord sent? Is it in order? Is it peaceful? Does it bring joy? Or does it bring chaos? And it's out of order. So I just want to make sure you all look again. Don't be so quick to sign documents. If you need to, if it's something that you can't understand, then take it to an attorney or take it to someone who has knowledge beyond what you have. Because we'll get excited when the right thing dangles in front of us and it'll be served for the wrong purpose. So God just put this down in my spirit and this message is going to be delivered on a day that I don't typically deliver messages, Mrs. Armstrong and I. Like I said, we're in a partnership, but we don't normally do messages on this particular day. And I was scheduled to be doing a conference on October the 22nd of 2022. But God put in my spirit the message that you said look again, the message that's going to bring opportunities for people. He said, you do that on, top, on October the 22nd. Because my word will go forth. And you all have have you all have to have faith, confidence, and be bold and committed to what you all are getting ready to engage in. So, again, this is an odd date, but it'll be three messages for this particular week. And we are in the harvest season. So, like Mrs. Armstrong said last week, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And when I spoke of that tree with those branches on there, and a branch, if the branch has leaves, that could be several deals or several things that you need to look at before you 
sign the dotted line, or sign the line, or seal the deal, or seal the agreement. So make sure y'all look it over carefully. I love you all. Be blessed. Until next time. I love you. Bye. So, so good. I am so glad that she said what she said. And I know that God is doing things on purpose for his purpose. Amen. So I learned something this week and I think it is profound that I say this right here and right now. Um, when you are, what was, what was, how did it go? Um, patient. No, what was it? It was something that I heard about patience and importance of waiting when you're waiting on God and when you're waiting for him to show up and answer prayers, that if it was not important to wait, he would not have given us patience. And God has been telling me to slow down reading the scriptures and really marinate and look at each word because there's a deeper message than just when we're just reading. And so it's very important to wait and wait patiently on him. And at the same time, wisdom. If there's something that you don't understand, like our host mentioned, there's something you don't understand, or one, you don't have to rush into it. And number two, seek wisdom on that. And if that is going to legal people or someone who has experience in that area, great. At the same time, ask God for wisdom. Ask God to enlighten your eyes. Ask God to broaden your mind to open up what is needed for you to understand what you're dealing with. And there are people out there who are educated, skilled, and licensed to help you with that. Amen. I'm hearing a lot of property. I'm hearing a lot of property. I was just talking this uh, earlier today with my best friend about land, about the importance of owning land for the next generation, not even for right now. So there's a lot of us that are going to be making decisions and that we're going to need to understand some things to put our family in a greater position even after we're gone. So it's important to take your time and seek God in all of those areas so that you can make the best decision. You can make his decision operating and making decisions in his will for your family and the generations to come. This is not just about you and just about right now. It bleeds over into so much. I, I looked up the word conference. Miss Terrell mentioned that she was supposed to be at a conference. Well, you know what, Miss Terrell, you are at a conference. It's just not the one that you had planned and talked about and thought about, you know, before. But you, in actuality, still, you are at a conference. And a conference is a formal meeting for discussion. And that's what we're doing right now. It is a, um, a group of us coming together, learning, listening to what you have to share. You're still speaking at the conference. There's a host. There is a, um, a order of service, if you want to call it that, an order of things to be done. We're doing things like we always have. And it's an additional day in the week. And this is, this is our first time doing that. 
So now we see we can stretch. God is stretching us into new territory. We're doing something new and different. We're bringing a word on a day that we normally wouldn't. So we made time. We actually carved out time in our schedule because God said so, and we did so. So thank you for today's conference, Ms. Terrell. I greatly appreciate it, and I am definitely gleaning from your words. I pray that the listeners on the other side of this, that you too were able to take away nuggets and tools to place in your tool belt to help you along on your journey of being successful in what God has called you to do. That's all that I have right now. And I am going to go and work on some things that God has me working on. And I will definitely share that with you in the upcoming weeks. It's exciting. Again, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what God is doing in your community. We want to know how we can join our prayers with you. And we are believing. I'll leave you with this right here. My pastor recently asked us in Bible study, he said, and and we'll talk about this next time. He said, and I want to know your answer. I'm going to put it in the poll. You can look on the platform and you can see where I leave questions. I'm going to put that in the, on the platform there for you. But the question is this, does God always answer prayers? Does he ever not answer prayers? Tell me what you think. Give me your answer and tell me why or why not why or why not you feel that way. Okay. Well, I love you. We will talk to you again real soon. Shalom.